to know how to take your home from lacklustre to blockbuster? Need to know the latest interior design trends? Then you'll be right at home with the Find It, Style It podcast. Hosted by Lauren Keenan, where we show you how easy it is to create beautiful spaces and turn your house into a home you'll love. Find it. Style it. Shake it. I'm Lauren Keenan, the founder of finditstyleit.com.au, which is all about helping you create a home that you love without breaking the bank. Today, I want to talk about one of my favorite topics when it comes to interiors, and that's how to use flowers to style your home. I absolutely love flowers. I love using them in my own home. I love using them in my clients' homes, and I think they can make a really huge difference to how beautiful your space can look. So here are my top six tips for how to bring your home to life with flowers. Follow us on your socials. Search Find It Style It. So I think we should really just get stuck into these uh, six top tips for using flowers to style your home today. And with me here in this podcast studio is my co-host, Scott Keenan. G'day. Good to be here with you and talk flowers. We've done plenty of trips out to the uh, the flower markets here in Sydney. You've got some great tips to talk through today. I have, but firstly, I have to apologise for my weird voice today. It's quite <laughs> fitting that I have allergies. Allergies today, given that we're talking about flowers. flowers. Although I don't get allergies from flowers, but I do sound a bit like um, Nanny Fine today. And <laughs> anyone under 30 should just Google Fran Drescher and you'll find out what I'm talking about. You pop a couple of Claritons and you'll be fine. Yep. <laughs> well, what, what is it about flowers that can really help bring a space to life? It's minimum effort for maximum impact, really, at the end of the day. You don't have to spend a lot to create a beautiful little space in your home using flowers. And I think along with plants, they're really an essential tool that you can use in your home just to bring a bit of the outside inside and uh, soften the space. We're talking interiors here today and not out in the garden particularly? Definitely interiors, yes. I don't have much of a green thumb, so I'm going to leave that to your mum. <laughs> she um, is good. She's very good. And today, yeah, we're talking about cut flowers in the home. You got any favourites? I do have my favourites. Um, I love hydrangeas of all colours. I love freesias, mostly for the scent. I just think they're stunning. Dahlias are another favourite and ranunculus. So I guess it's kind of a bit of a cottagey feeling. But at the end of the day, I pretty much love all flowers except for a couple of variations. Should I tell them? Yeah, I don't want, I don't them. want to Go offend on. anybody no. who might like these flowers. But And it's okay. People can have their own preferences, of that's course. That's right. Like, you know, people have their favourite colour or what they like to wear. So flowers on my blacklist are lilies and gerberas. Yeah. Sorry. They just seem like filler flowers to me now. So I generally try to avoid those when I'm making my flower purchases. I'll note that down next time I'm in the bad books and uh, no gerberas and no lilies. Please do. Find it. Style it. Okay, let's get into your top six tips. Okay, so should I count down from six to one? I think that's the way we do it, don't we? Yeah, I think so. You've got to get, uh, you've got to build up to the uh, the top tip, okay. the one that people are really going to hang out for. All right. Oh, geez. How have I written these down in this order? Okay. <laughs> well, let's say um, tip number six is go for what's in season. It's always going to be a little bit more affordable to buy things that are in season rather than um, flowers that they might have had to have imported because they're not in season wherever you live. So at the moment here in Australia, it's it's autumn or fall, as the Americans like to call it. You know, we've got beautiful things like dahlias, which are one of my favourites. They come in so many gorgeous autumny colours as rusty reds, 
deep purples. purples. And there's plenty of them growing in sort of some of the yards around here where we live. I know. They I'm thinking beautiful. about making a midnight dash with a <laughs> pair of scissors. And <laughs> We really should tell the story of uh, the little um, snatch and grab we tried on a walk the other day with some... Um, frangipani. Frangipanis. It's so embarrassing. It was this um, huge frangipani tree hanging well over the, the edge of a, a brick wall effectively. I like how he's justifying what he's about to tell everybody. <laughs> well, I was trying to do something romantic, which was to grab a handful of these beautiful pink frangipani. Smell amazing. Hanging off the edge of this tree, and it was on the the corner block. So we're coming around a corner. I, I grabbed them off, and you know the branch sort of wobbles a little bit. I gave them to Lauren, and then we walked a couple of steps around the corner. There was a couple of old women sat on the veranda of this house and I think they looked up. I just got the giggles basically and, and <laughs> said, oh, sorry. And um, I and, think and then I put my head down and just dashed. I think they're probably used to it because they sort of just had a laugh themselves and said, no worries, enjoy them. If you're going to do that, go go in the dark is my recommendation. Yeah, good call. Okay, so go for what is in season. And, you know, you can Google that. Like, for instance, if you wanted to find out what was in season in Sydney in May, then you just Google, you know, Sydney flowers in season May and you probably get a, a great list of things and then you'll know what to look out for when you're going, you know, shopping for your flowers. All right, tip number five. Tip number five is location, location, location. Do you know what I mean by that? No. So Isn't that the name of a TV show? It is. That's where I sort of got it from. I just thought it would make a quirky heading for this tip. So location, location, location is all about picking a spot with maximum impact for where you're going to put your flowers. So my favourite spots are either the centre of the dining table or the entryway or hallway to your home. I think you want to have them where people walk into the room and then it's bam, like I can see the flowers. To really get the most out of your investment. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? You want them on show. You don't want to hide them away in some corner or, you know, I always think putting flowers in the bedroom, yeah, that sounds like a nice idea, but no one really goes in there except for you. So you want them out where visitors can see them and where you can enjoy them, you know, all day. We're spending most of your time. Exactly. All right, tip number four. Uh, vases are important, very important, obviously, because you well, need, need to flowers in it. <laughs> You're pretty stuffed without them. You are stuffed without them. Okay, so vases, yeah, are really important. And You mean I, the type of vase, right? The type of vase. Um, there's nothing more classic than a beautifully sparkling glass vase that looks amazing. But I want people to have a think about different types of vases and the different, different impact that you can make by choosing something other than your usual glass vase. As you would know, I like to have a variety of vases. I actually have a vase cupboard. I know that's a bit sad. <laughs> One of the places I really like to go to find different things uh, is my local op shop, my yep. local Vinnie's or Salvo's. And I've picked up a few really great little brass vases and copper vases there, which are nice for smaller arrangements. I have some sort of concrete mottled effect vases from Zakia, which I've spoken about before and we all know is one of my favourite homeware shops. You've even got some um, old bottles from, you know, sort of 80, 90, 100 years ago that were dug up and buried under Sydney at one point. And your dad, who built golf courses many years ago, had dug yeah, them up and found them. And, and, I mean, they're gorgeous, original sort of vintage um Schweppes, Coca-Cola type bottles. Yeah, that kind of thing. I mean, not everybody has access to that kind of stuff, but I'm just saying think outside the box because you might find that if you've got, say, a plain white um, bunch of flowers – you might not want to use just a, a glass vase. If you put it in a coloured glass or a, a you know nice pastel pink or something metallic, just changes the look of the flowers instantly and, and can really give you a bit more impact in the space. What do we got next? Next is tip number three. So we're counting down now. So tip number three is choose long-lasting blooms. Okay. I often like to pick blooms that I think, again, I'm going to have for a couple of weeks. You know, I don't want to buy a bunch of flowers. 
I don't want to buy a bunch of flowers <laughs> that droops after a day or two. And it has happened before. I've picked the wrong ones. It has. That's a bit heartbreaking, actually. You know, when you love flowers and you come home the next day and they're already droopy. Yeah, well, I mean, a man especially nice. wants to do something romantic and you wake up the next morning and they're already starting to, to droop. It, it is know, a bit miserable. But do you know what? Often those sort of romantic kinds of flowers that, that guys do buy for girls or, you know, partners buy for their partners, they're often the ones that don't last the longest. I'm sorry to report. Yeah, it's true. But if you're going out and you're buying a bunch of flowers for yourself, I'd recommend things like daisies and chrysanthemums, which can last for you know up to a few weeks if you change the water once or twice during that time. And chrysanthemums having a bit of a renaissance because they were a bit of a daggy flower for a long time. No, you're thinking carnations, but chrysanthemums are very popular at this time of the year because um, they come into bloom in May, which is around Mother's Day, which, you know, they're a very traditional Mother's Day flower to have. So if you look around the shops around this time of the year, around florists and supermarkets and markets, you're going to see chrysanthemums everywhere. I think they were both on my daggy list, but uh, now I know which ones <laughs> is, is safe to buy. So the other ones that I like to look at for longer lasting flowers are Australian natives, which which um, you know, can keep for several weeks and they even look nice when they start to dry out a little bit as well. Just have to remember to change the water and chop off the bottoms because they do get a bit woofy in the vase. Yep. And greenery can be really nice as well. That's you know That looks really lovely and quite opulent uh, in the middle of a dining table, a nice big bunch of greenery. Okay, second last top tip. Go for one colour or one type of flower only in the vase and have it en masse. This is really how you get huge impact. You can take quite a cheap flower, like we just talked about the chrysanthemums or the carnations, and when you put them all in one colour and they're quite sort of tightly pushed together, it just looks super expensive and super luxurious. And can you do that with, you know, uh, say three or four different types of flowers, but in a similar kind of colour to bring them together? Yes, they would need to be quite similar kind of colour, and I guess just the different flowers then provide slightly different textures when they're all together. But personally, yeah, I if I'm going to do this, I want them all the same and I'd go and buy three or four bunches of the same thing and put them, you know, all in a vase so that they're quite tight in the one vase and they'll just, yeah, it'll look like one huge, big, expensive bunch, which is what you want. And now your top tip for using flowers. Yeah, my top tip is go to market. I have made Scott here get up at an ungodly hour numerous times <laughs> before to go to the Sydney flower markets, which are out near Homebush. Yes. And basically, if you go to a wholesale flower market, usually the public can go on a Saturday morning. Um, you need to get there quite early, around 6, 6.30. Or even earlier, even I reckon. Even earlier if you can. The earlier you go, the more choice you've got. I think this is a bit of a hidden gem in Sydney. I don't think a lot of people realise that you can – do this. You can go and buy wholesale like this direct to the public. The flower markets basically is where the, the florists all go to buy their flowers, which they then sell to you in store. And obviously they're experts, so they know they go knowing exactly what they're after and what sort of arrangements they're doing. And I'm not saying don't shop at a florist. You know, there's some beautiful florists out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. But you can go to the flower markets and you can fill the boot of your car for less than $100. <laughs> it's, it's crazy, isn't it? It's yeah. crazy good. And to get some great quality flowers, come home with their, you know, your place looking a million bucks. Well, recently we had an event for Find It, Style It, and we paid a visit to the flower markets on the morning of the event. And I think we'd budgeted, I budgeted $100 for flowers. And Scott said to me, that's not going to be enough. I did, yeah. And I said, 
it'll be enough. Don't you worry. And he said, oh, come on, just make it 120 at least. So I said, okay, <laughs> fine. We'll put it in the budget for 120. We walked away with a car full of flowers for $75. It was insane. It was really, really good. And when we got to the venue for our event, I think we had about four or five big vases full of flowers, didn't we? Yeah, it was crazy. And they were beautiful flowers. And yeah, there was a mix of things that I've bought for Lauren in the past that I thought were you know pretty expensive flowers, things like uh, lisianthus. Dahlias. We had some dahlias. And came together fantastic, but just I was absolutely blown away by the price. So that is a great tip. Go to market and uh, you will save a bundle. Yeah, especially great if you say you're having friends over for a dinner party and you want to make your dining room or your living space look really beautiful. Yeah, go to the flower markets. You'll save yourself a fortune and you can spend that money on wine and food (laughs) instead. So that's Sydney. What about some of the other major cities in Australia? Well, I haven't been to them, but I do know that Brisbane Markets have a wholesale uh, flower market, which is open to the public. And if you take a look at their website, brisbanemarkets.com.au, there's some information on there about when you can visit. It seems to be quite a similar setup to what we have in Sydney. Uh, Melbourne's wholesale flower market um, isn't open to the public, unfortunately. Ooh. Poor, poor Melbourneians. But I have found um, another flower market which does sell to the public. So I recommend people go and have a look at that. And that's tessalarflowers.com.au. And that's a bit of a tricky spelling. So we'll put that one in the show notes. Okay. So let me just quickly put a scenario to you. You've gone to the, the markets, you've come away with, you know, $60, $70, $80 worth of flowers, and you've probably had to hire a $100 truck to get them home. <laughs> For people starting out, have you got any tips about, you know, how you actually put the flowers together in the vases to make them actually look as good as what they might have if you'd bought them from a florist? Look, it is a little bit of trial and error, and it's something that the more you do, the more comfortable you get with it. There's a general rule of thumb that I like to apply when because when you buy the flowers from the florist or from the markets, they're really long, and you've got to work out how, how far to cut them off in order to fit in your vase. Yep. So generally, you look at the height of your vase, and then the flowers should be at least half again the, the height okay. of the vase. Um, so the flower length should be, you know, you don't need to get your ruler out, but it should be about 1.5 times the, the height, height of the vase. vase okay. Generally, you don't want um, a vase and then these really tall flowers just standing up like sticks in it. You want it to look a bit softer and a bit more drapey, and that's that's where you apply that 1 to 1.5 kind of ratio with the height. That would be my, my biggest tip, I think. That's a really good one. No, I didn't know that. And you're, you've put together a Pinterest board uh, with some examples of what you think looks good. Oh, just some gorgeous pictures that I've collected over a long time of flowers that I like. and bit of inspiration. You know, yeah, definitely a bit of inspiration. Um, I like like to, you know, scour Pinterest for things that that I like to do in my home and, and flowers is a great a great example of that. And there's so many different images of, of beautiful florals that you can find on Pinterest. So I do have a board. You just go to at find it style it on Pinterest and you'll see my little flower board there that you can have a look through. Very shortly, I'm going to talk about a few of my favourite places to buy flowers. But coming up in the next episode of the Find It Style It podcast, I'm going to be sitting down with a designer behind Sydney's Maryvale venues and we'll chat about her unique approach to designing bars and restaurants. It's not putting design first, it's putting people first. And at the end of the day, we just want people to be in a space that they really enjoy being in. Amanda Talbot has been working on venues like the Newport and Coogee Pavilion And she's giving us an exclusive preview of a new restaurant called Fred's in Paddington, where the chef's going to be cooking beautiful food over an open fire. You start off walking into a little small bar in Paris and you walk into the next section, there'll be a beautiful little patisserie, this amazing kitchen with open hearths 
and there really isn't anything like it in Australia. I don't even think in the world. That's in the next episode of the Find It Style It podcast and don't forget you can subscribe in iTunes so that you never miss a show. And find out how to make your house look magazine worthy in my 7 Secrets Guide which is an exclusive only to subscribers who join the Find It First list. Just sign up at finditstyleit.com.au forward slash registration and you'll get my 7 Secrets Guide delivered straight to your inbox. As well as that you're getting a discount on your first styling consultation with me and you're going to get heaps of updates on the best places to shop, style trends for your home and special offers you won't want to miss. Sign up now at finditstyleit.com.au forward slash registration. I've probably already let the cat out of the bag here that I go to a few dodgy florists where the flowers die after a day or two. But do it's all you, coming out now. But have you got any suggestions for decent florists in case people want to go and buy flowers from them? So I've got three suggestions for florists that I love. They're in Sydney, but uh, I definitely would love to hear from anyone who has any florists that they really love near where they live. Um, and you can comment on our socials, can they? Yeah, yeah, on the Facebook page, absolutely. At Find It Style It. So my first florist that I love is down in Angus which is where we actually used to live. It's down in the Sutherland Shire in southern Sydney. And uh, the florist is aptly called Engadine Florist. By the uh, sisters. By the sisters. So this florist is run by sisters Esther and Naomi. They great girls. Great girls, really beautiful people above all else. And then that shows, I think, in their designs that they come up with really different things that they select when they go to the markets, which is quite nice. I like to see different bits and pieces rather than the same old stuff. And they're extremely creative as well with their window displays as well, which really stands out. Yeah, in, in the local uh, shopping strip. Yeah, so if you check out their Instagram, um, we'll put it in the show notes, but it's uh, at Engadine Florist, a nice simple one, that one. My second one is at The Grounds, which is that massive big cafe development complex in Alexandria, which we've been to numerous times. As has most of Sydney. Yeah, I know. They're usually there every time I want to go there. You've got to get there early because that place is rammed. So let me just finish my shout out to, to this uh, particular florist. So it's called the Grounds Florals by Silver. Lo- really lovely little shop front. Lots of sort of vintage feeling flowers, I think, and the way it's presented really just makes you want to buy one of everything. Yep. And a great place to grab a coffee as well straight yeah, afterwards. And a pastry. Yeah. And the rest. <laughs> My uh, third and final favourite florist in Sydney is um, this one's really well known. It's quite a famous f- famous florist. It's okay. quite hard to say. Uh, it's Grandiflora in Potts Point. This is run by uh, a florist called Saskia Havix, I think her name is, and she's had books out. Um, you've probably seen them in the bookstore. Just amazing floristry. Done lots of high profile celebrity events. And, uh, just so it might be a little bit more at the top end of the budget? Top end of the budget, but I always say, you know, you can always go and have a look and get some inspiration for what you might be able to do if, if you, you know, can't afford to engage someone like that to do your floristry for you. So three really great florists there, Engadine Florist by the Sisters, The Grounds Florals and Grandy Flora in Potts Point, and six great tips to help you create a home you love and to bring your home to life with flowers. Find out what's trending. Search Find It Style It on your social. Shake it! Nice and short and sharp today for the Find It Style It podcast with Lauren Keenan. Yeah, that's because I'm sneezing about 50 times an hour. We've edited that out for all of you. Yeah, it's, it's for the best, trust me. Yes. And if this is the first time you've tuned into the Find It Style It podcast, welcome. Great to have you on board. Oh, that's lovely. There's plenty of great episodes that have already come and gone, which you can go back and listen to, including interviews with Tara Bennett from Provider, Jamie Jury from Everything and Everywhere. So have a listen to those older episodes and I I really hope that you 
found today inspiring and that you're going to pop out to your local florist this week and pick up some beautiful blooms and have a go at styling them in your own home. So if you like what you hear, jump onto iTunes or Stitcher and leave a five-star review. Let other people know what you think as well. Hey, we like to pat on the back as much as anybody. And we like to read out messages from Alison. It also obviously helps people uh, come across the podcast too, which uh, we want to spread the love. We do, the, the interior styling love. Speaking of love, that is it for today, my love. It is, my love. So uh, thanks for listening and uh, we'll catch you next time on the Find It Style It podcast. Follow Lauren on your socials for latest style trends and tips. Just search Find It, Style It and subscribe now for exclusive perks, discounts and updates about store openings straight into your inbox. Go to finditstyleit.com.au.